0: what are you looking at
1: huh excuse me Superman it's me Francisco from the future Superman tell them you won't hurt anybody
2: Francisco he's changed no maybe he's just sick Superman please get better you're just in a slump you'll be great again he's not listening to you Francisco Yes, he is. He can hear me. He's got super hearing. And that's how I'll listen to
1: this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast.
0: Thunder Road 3 now online. How can I help you travel through movie space time today? Course entered. Superman 3, 1983. Is this correct? Course set. Rewinding in 3, 2, 1.
1: Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners, to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your ex on mine.
3: Look, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's PaulJPowers.com. Thank you, everyone. I'm glad to be here. And for this episode, you can call me Gus if you want to.
2: Gus, old buddy genius. Come up and join the fun.
1: Okay, Gus. And also for this discussion of the film Superman Three, we welcome back aboard. Uh, and apparently, she we, she got some uh, some first aid. She's feeling better, escaping the escape pod that was being uh, used as a trap by this mechanized Jared thing. We welcome back aboard administration officer of the of the former pod, Ashley Ruiz. Hey, Ashley.
2: Aloha, everybody. It's great to be back.
1: Awesome. Glad to have you back. And now that you have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Superman 3? Sure.
3: Superman Returns was released June twenty eighth, 2006. I I said 3. How do you confuse Returns for 3? Because this is the... the, uh, First of all, someone said this is the the bad Superman movie, you know, where he's a deadbeat dad, but it's also the sequel to Superman 2, where Superman... Where they he sleeps with Lois Lane, and this is the sequel to two where he has the kid. So it's
1: (sighs) No, you're no, you're confused, unfortunately. Go to Superman I I I, as you like to say.
0: Oh
1: that could have been brought to my attention
3: yesterday.
1: Fine. Yeah, I think it was brought to your attention
3: every day.
2: Or maybe the day before that.
3: Superman III was released <laughs> June 17th, 1983. And it runs two hours and five minutes and was rated PG. It was directed by Richard Lester and written by David Newman and Leslie Newman, with lead stars being Christopher Reed, Richard Pryor, Annette O'Toole, and Robert Vaughn. The music was composed by Ken Thorne. And you ready for the box office trivia? I'm ready. Ashley, you're ready. And everyone who's,
1: uh, Listen and uh, live in chat now is welcome to join in too. Paul, go for
3: it. All right. Superman I.I.I. was made for almost $40 million. Ooh! And then it earned over $80 million in oh, the box yeah. office. <laughs> All right. Given this fact, how high in the box office do you think it ranks among the movies released theatrically in 1983? This time we'll go for the top 50. Top fifty, uh, Ashley. What's your guess?
2: Somewhere, I don't know. Nineteen eighty three is like when Return of the Jedi came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I want to say like twenty
1: eight. Twenty eight. All right. In chat, uh, we have Migard. Hey, Migard. He guesses eleven. Uh, representing Geek at Arms. Uh, Dale represent. Uh, Dale is guessing twenty. And of course, Bobo with 42. It. Yeah. It's not a, a, a podcast, a box office guessing game without Bobo guessing 42. And then we're not, he said 50. Uh, it's fine. not Bill and Ted who will save Generation X, but Sorry. 69. So be it. You want to lose? 69, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going to guess 21 to go blackjack. And where
3: did it actually fall, Paul? It actually came in at number eight, according to what? the numbers.com. What? I had an wow. eight in my guess.
2: It was just too it high. It did
3: well.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that uh, makes, I think it's uh that's Midgard? S- yeah, Midgard got the closest with gonna, 11.
2: Yeah, that's a surprise to me.
1: Yeah, for me too. But, all right. Thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory, mind melt, or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get into once Alice has located our target film.
0: Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Christopher Reed. Brad right, Webster, the game's over. And Richard Pryor. Oh, uh, see, I'm not with them, Superman. Good me, mister. As you've never seen them before. They're going to go down in history as the man who killed Superman. Oh. And this time is going to be the best time of all. Superman 3, rated PG. Thank you, for Starts Friday, June 17th. Please check newspapers for a theater near you.
1: Yes, make sure you check li- uh, newspapers for a listing near you, except I don't get the newspaper anymore. But, you know, I do have memories of said newspapers, and, you know, that commercial probably brings brings back some memories for you about superman 3 so let's combine our memories of this film in our memory mind meld synopsis a rube goldberg intro that leaves a man trapped in a car filling with water and superman saves them superman saves a chemical plant with a thin sheet of ice then richard Pryor, the computer genius gives him some red kryptonite and becomes super bad i am mclovin what? Oh, oh, super. Okay, all right. Um, after defeating his bad self, Superman has to defeat a computer that tries to take over the world with the acid from the chemical plant. Uh, I mean that that is a lot of that is right, but it was was it was not red kryptonite? It was still green tar kryptonite. So those memories were decepted. But based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what reign did they lead you to predict for this film before you rewatched it? Or in the case of Ashley, this is your first time watching it. What? What was your prediction for Superman 3? Let's start with Ashley. Tragic tragic really <laughs> now and for context though gate. you're you're Ooh. not a
3: superman fan at all right
2: i am not
3: oh, okay whoa superman. you don't is it that you don't like superman or are you just eh, it's not my no i think it's not, no I'm just not
2: i actually do not like superman he's a bit too super for my taste mm. the fact that his only like adversary like the only thing that will have any effect on him is kryptonite. To only have one weakness is pretty sad. And honestly, because of our golden sun, he gets to benefit tremendously. And oh, he's so super. No, I don't like him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh so you didn't like uh, Superman, and you didn't didn't think you would like this film. But yeah, it'll be interesting I, to I, see if it I wins you over. Yeah,
2: I didn't think that I was going to like it, and and even even though I've heard good things about Christopher Reeve's portrayal mm-hmm. of Superman and how he's like considered like the, one of the first comic book movies that came into be with him portraying Superman, and it's iconic. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know.
3: All right, Paul, what was your prediction? I enjoyed this as a kid, so mm-hmm. I said
1: classic. Classic. Okay. I'm middle of the road, guys, because I like Superman. I like Superman movies. I remember liking aspects of this movie, so I thought it might be fairly good, but I don't remember like, loving it like I wanted to always watch it. So I predicted it nostalgic, and it'll be interesting to see if those uh, predictions come true, but first, let's get into the things we liked most about Superman 3. Let's spin up our...
0: Best Bits.
1: And let's start with our guests as we like to. Ashley, what is one thing you liked about Superman three?
2: Okay. So one of the things that I enjoyed a lot about this movie was actually the scenery. Oh, Just okay, how yeah. many locations this mm-hmm. movie decided to visit from creating such uh just a bustling a bustling Metropolis? City of Metropolis, yeah. and from the simplicity of Smallville to all the various locations that we see, we see Glen Canyon, and we see the setup where they're going G- wait, to set up
1: Glen Canyon.
3: Yes, he's yes. in here too. The Glen Canyon. It's I thought it was the Grand Canyon.
2: No, it's in Utah. Oh, where really? Where they are is in Utah, from what I read. But it could I, be the Grand Canyon. I, I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. Of, of course. I yeah. saw the film, and they say. Dewdrop Inn. So somewhere there's an inn called Dewdrop, and that's where (laughs) it's located. Wow. So,
2: yeah, I won't claim to know that location, but just this the very, there's, the there's very rocks. Yes, there's rocks, <laughs> there's sky. a river, and a big old ditch, but all the places, all the different scenes in this mm-hmm. movie were just very fun to look at. Yeah. From scenes in the Atlantic Ocean with the tankers to, mm-hmm. yeah, the random snow slope on top of a skyscraper, <laughs> the bustling metropolis to the small towns, to the to straight
3: tower of Pisa.
2: The straight tower of pisa to columbia just all these different all these different sets across mm-hmm. the world it was very cool to see
1: awesome very cool uh paul what was cool to see for you in this movie
3: i liked uh the plot element that is often mm. used in other uh movies about stifling uh the fractions of, of a penny a, yes yeah. like they reference it directly in office space but mm-hmm. i've seen it i can't remember how many times throughout you yeah, know, I've the past seen it. decades, in yeah. TV shows and yeah, such. Yeah. I mean, it's in the movie Hackers. It's, it's, it's used quite often. But mm. here for me, this is where it originates. I know that it's, it's been used before in other places, oh, but not it? quite okay. like what it is with the computer. You know, yeah, taking yeah, yeah. fractions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's
1: there's actually a term for that type of hacking called like a salami slicing or that's salami-, it, salami slicing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so that's just a little factoid for y'all. Yep. So you like that plot element. Um, for me, I, uh, speaking of computers, I really like the the computer that they designed, the production design for the, like I have it as my background for those watching, but I thought it was just super cool looking how they made this mega computer. It doesn't make sense. Like I think back then they were still thinking that uh, the computer would just have to get bigger and bigger and bigger. In fact, I think it's Isaac Asimov that has a, Or it's Philip K. Dick or one of them has a short story about this computer that they have to build in and takes over. It's just the size of a planet so they can do as much computational power as it needs to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Coruscant. Mm -hmm. But uh, obviously that's not how computers got to be. No, you haven't been Coruscant. (laughs) That's a good point. All right. Well, that was a long, long time ago. So technology part has part come part. a long way since then. Yes, but, <laughs> but I just thought it was really spectacular looking. It looked very sci-fi and and cool and futuristic, and r- certainly a retro tech nostalgia uh, nostalgia look to it. Not that they were going for that. I think they were look- going for a very like n- modern computer look, but. Looking back, it certainly has that flavor to it. And I, I feel yeah. like it still holds up today for for that. It's like synonymous I'd say with uh uh it, it's not as glamorous, but like the Whopper and War Games or, yeah. or things Which like that. Which also came
3: out in this year.
1: Oh, okay. Well there you go. Yeah. Which
3: both are ahead of its time in my opinion, for computers and what they mm-hmm. can do and mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely.
1: So that was something I appreciate about this movie. Uh, Ashley, what's something else you appreciate? Was it computers? Was it the plot? Something else?
2: It wasn't the plot and it wasn't computers, but I really did appreciate a lot of the supporting characters in this movie, specifically Annette O'Toole as Lana Lang. Like, yes. she was just charming and I really like how she interacted with Clark Kent and with Superman. She was just sweet and she was kind of like a breath of fresh air with all the other characters who were just slightly over the top. The, mm-hmm. the villain just being like, it's all in my best benefit and <laughs> I just want all the all the money I can possibly get. And anyone who double crossed. Me Blah, blah. But she was just she was just real. And she felt so grounded um, in being a single mom. And -hmm. she was just sweet. All the things that she did for the class reunion. I really enjoyed her. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to have some time with the crew at the Daily Planet, the cameraman and just a little a little. Yeah, just a teeny bit with him going on the bus with Clark and yes, and getting in on the action. Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy. the cameraman. That's I it, had yeah. to remember. Um, and then having just the little brief little the few scenes with Lois and then their editor. It was fun. And how he really didn't want to pick the, the bingo numbers. It's like, why do I have to do this? <laughs> and it was just it was like aspects of people's jobs you we were like i didn't sign up for this why are you making me do this so there was a lot of realism to those characters and they they were really enjoyable because they grounded the film for me because mm-hmm. there were some parts that weren't so grounded and they they brought us back down to earth
3: absolutely yeah I, um go I ahead was, i'm gonna jump on that because that is also my next like is. that's not my next like too but okay go ahead <laughs> I'll all go right first I'm interrupting you. Then, Um, (laughs) and 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 it's the relationship between Lana and Clark, played by Annette O'Toole and Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Um, their interaction is just so well done and so innocent and so fun to watch. It's my favorite interaction of any love interests in any Superman film. Oh yeah. These two. They were uh, interact is just so charming and wonderful i love it and i i
1: especially enjoyed the contrast with lois is in love lois Lane is in love with superman but i yes. love that lana was it seemed in love with clark, clark. which i yes. just really i appreciate that because that's like you know i love you for your heart, not just what you can do, essentially. Exactly, that's really precious. So.
2: And the fact that they had mm-hmm. a past together—they went to the same high mm-hmm. school, and they—they mm-hmm. they have this shared history. They're from the same town. It was just really sweet and wholesome. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick sidebar because this next, <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I need it, I need another week. Mm-hmm. No, um, uh, I'm curious, who do you like better as Lana? Annette O'Toole oh, no. or Kristen, I think it's Kristen Kreuk, is who yeah.
3: played yeah, Lana in Smallville. Yeah. They are so different in their they characters. They are so
2: sure. different. Putting uh, me between two oh, hard
3: oh, plays. on the hot seat.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll play my cards. I think Annette O'Toole plays Lana a
3: bit better, just just a hair better. But my, my vote's gonna go with Annette. Uh, again, I have to go back to the relationship and the interaction. It's just so charming between Annette O'Toole and Christopher Reeve that I'm gonna have to go with uh, Annette on this. Yeah. As, yeah, as yeah. wonderful would, as Kristen is, yeah, it's uh that's because they're so different, but yeah. uh, sorry, Kristen.
2: <laughs> no, Annette tool hands down. And I mean, I can say that I, I've actually, despite not being the biggest Superman fan, I have actually seen all of the seasons of Smallville just because. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> mind blown. Um, but I yeah. think I think you actually I, love Superman. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't love Superman, but. I really enjoyed the twists and turns that Smallville took because it was his character journey leading up to him being Superman. Mm-hmm. He was this very well-grounded person who had super abilities, but he wasn't donning an over-the-top Costume exactly, And people yes. didn't know what he was doing, so they won't, weren't overly reliant on him, expecting yeah. him to save the world. So it was his humble beginnings. And I love a story that kind of has a hero's journey. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. why I love Smallville. But yeah, awesome. Annette O'Toole wins hands down because yeah. there's just this wholesome quality in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it feels it feels way less one-sided than uh, the relationship that Clark has with Lana in his yes. high school years. Yes, yes, yes.
1: That's a great way. Yeah. It's not mutual to
2: say that- and it's really sweet to see. It's not that she doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, But it's different. Yeah, exactly. different. And,
1: and it looks like everyone here live in chat is in agreement. Dale Grezo-Tool who will save Generation X agrees with Ashley about Tool, Midgard says O'Toole. So we're all in good company. And, and who will save Generation X? Zabe says when your choice is between O'Toole and Margot Kidder, it's an easy choice. Yeah,
2: I would agree. <laughs> yeah, and then I love this comment about plus she gets to be Ma Kent. So, yeah. Yes. Like now I have yeah. this connection that I didn't have yes. before. So that's yeah. really, really cool to exactly. be like, oh, she ends up playing Martha Kent. This is so sweet. I yeah. love O'Toole because she shows up on... So many things that
1: I watch, so I love her. Yeah, I I have nothing else to add to what you guys said, other than yeah, you know, I just I found them super sweet together. Seeing their their relationship sort of blossom was a beautiful thing. Um I nah. wish it would have ended with them like Mary. It seemed like he's ostensibly proposing with that diamond ring, yeah. but. Um,
2: that was a big ride. I know man. that.
1: I, I wonder if that would have upset well, a lot. It was of, from Superman. <clears throat> I
2: know.
1: I wonder if that would have upset a lot of uh, comic book uh, purists because well, he ultimately yeah. ends up with Lois and yeah. Golden Age, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's talk about what's most golden about this movie. Yeah, that's a pretty good segue. Um, let's. I'm going to start with Paul this time. What did you love most about Superman 3? You're a classic maker, as it were
3: the iconic scene of bad superman versus good clark Uh, kent mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. have the battle the duels battling it out um it's just so iconic brought to screen it's it's fun action it's it's on a um it's on a physical level and it's on a mental level so Mm -hmm. and i thought it was really well done it's fun to watch Mm -hmm. best scene in the film Uh, (sighs) See, I
1: remembered really looking forward to that scene. Well, you can't it look forward to it too it much. Didn't it didn't hold up for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's certainly not, uh, it's not on my like dislikes or
3: anything like that. No. <clears throat> but like I but. said, it's also like a cerebral. <clears throat> the idea of it and the icono- iconography of it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is really powerful. And they have yet to do something like that, which I don't think they should mimic it, but that cerebral. In, in the movies, you know, it's, it's not often seen. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's funny. So I had a spiritual speculation for later, but you saying that just makes me think of another one. So <laughs>
0: good.
1: <clears throat> um, Ashley, I'm curious, uh, you not having, not having baggage to that scene, whether or not as your classmaker, what did, did you, I'm, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to ask whether you or not you like this scene. I'm curious if you thought he was, literally split into two and it was two actual physical forms or if this was a us scene into his psyche his head how did that play in your mind well there's no wrong answer yeah Yeah. as
2: someone who had no connection no context for this scene Mm -hmm. it really just felt like he it was kind of a a look into his psyche Mm -hmm. and that he was battling against different parts of himself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it as not having any exposure, I'm just like, okay, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden one was gone. So it was interesting.
1: Yeah, I guess the way he disappears does make it seem like it's more of a uh, sort of an inner mental uh, aspect. But then is is it like f- – well, spoilers for Fight Club. Anyone who hasn't seen Fight Club?
2: <clears> haven't, <throat> <clears throat> but I know the spoilers. Okay. So I definitely, I definitely understand. But it's just like – it's kind of like battling against <clears throat> all the different parts of yourself. You're always – you're always going there's always parts of you that aren't always in together like there's yeah. always a part and you can even think about it like it's kind of like sin versus holy and all the things so
1: yeah I'm just wondering if he like threw himself into like the crusher and stuff or how that all like what it would have actually
2: looked like if it didn't, if it it was, if 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 it was the people watching from the Junker,
1: was it just
2: climbing himself (laughs) into things or was it like uh, 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 the selfish Superman just getting all bar bruised? Exactly. Which which one, which one did it look like? I would have loved to have just seen that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That
2: would have been fun for me.
1: So I was curious about that. Paul, what's your take on it? Do you feel like it's mental or actual A physical man. I like
3: to think of it as as actual physical. Just, oh, okay. That's what crypt, that or fake crypt kryptonite does to an alien. Okay, interesting. Um, and 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 Zay brought this up, and I was going to bring it up earlier. It, mm. It's Christopher Reeves' best acting, arguably best acting in his fight it, as evil Superman. He is so different than mm-hmm. any other mm-hmm. version of Clark Kent or Superman. The acting is just. Yeah, uh, up a top notch up there. So, yes, yeah, I, I imagine
1: that probably was fun or at least interesting to get to exercise that yeah. different aspect of a like an evil Superman, almost a almost a Bizarro, not quite a Bizarro Superman, but yeah,
2: absolutely, um, could not agree more.
1: And, Ashley, what was the most agreeable thing to you about this film? What was your classic maker?
2: Well, here's the fun part. Christopher Reeve was actually my classic maker. Oh, really? There we go. go. Yeah. So he was my (coughs) classic maker. Just the range that he showed in playing two parts of the same coin, being both Superman and Clark Kent. And then being able to flex those acting muscles and then Mm -hmm, have the mm -hmm. evil Superman. So it was interesting to see him essentially play three different characters that were all connected and Mm -hmm. all technically one person. But it was so interesting to Mm -hmm. see and just see him play against himself in that junkyard, whether you consider it physical or a dive into his psyche where he's feeling fractured and they're battling for control I don't know enough about tar-based kryptonite to come to any logical conclusion. I know nothing about kryptonite or all the different (laughs) forms of kryptonite to know. But just based on what I was seeing, he was so good. He was so sweet as Clark. And just seeing him interact with... The The people that he grew up with in Smallville to the news team at the Daily Planet mm-hmm. to being Superman and rescuing Ricky and and interacting with all the people in Smallville and saving the day. Like it was just so cool to see Christopher Reeve in yeah. this context. And, Absolutely. you know, he he's so Iconic as Superman mm-hmm. and, but he's, yeah! he also is so good as Clark. Yeah. Yes. And he's just so believable as both of those people. And that's so hard mm-hmm. in yes. superhero movies sometimes because when you've got the duality of it all, when you've got a very famous like straight man like Clark, like Clark Kent and Superman or Bruce Wayne and Batman, they either do one thing really well mm-hmm. and they might do the other part really, really well. They rarely do both yeah. very well, yeah. but but Christopher Reeve is both and he pulls it off and he pulls it off with gravitas. Like he does it so well. And I can see why they made so many Superman Mm -hmm. movies with him. Absolutely.
3: Um, he's the best. Oh, I'm sorry. That was my opinion. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what
1: I thought was the best about this movie is, is neither of those. I mean, I certainly like Christopher Reeve. I think he may be my favorite Superman. I mean, Tom Williams pretty (laughs) high, high up there, but he's mainly Clark Kent,
3: not Superman. No, not you. I was talking to the chat. Oh, okay. No, no. He said, just... They said Ricky had it coming.
2: <gasps> he was like, oh. Did he, though?
3: Wow. I'm uh, sorry. The kid who played him, his name is Paul, so I have to side with him.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Wait, did he hurt Ricky or something? He no,
1: had to Ricky come got a hurt
3: trying to chase after Buster the dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So that that is not my... A uh, classic maker. Oh, i getting class- hurt. It's
3: not your classic maker. That's no, good. No,
1: I know. Uh, my classic maker is actually the whole chemical plant set piece.
3: Oh, that's I thought a that was one. just
1: like the it was like it looked like real explosions yep. uh, if they use miniatures it's very very few I like the idea of setting up this chemical that, uh, whatever acid it was I forget what it was called like bromide mm-hmm. acid or something yeah. um, as that was going to be the thing that would defeat the supercomputer at the end I like yeah. that
2: that it tied back
1: it, it tied back I thought him blowing a sheet of ice and then carrying it by the edge was really really gimmicky I <laughs> but,
2: thought so too I'm like okay so this is how he's going to do it interesting
1: I mean I think it would have been interesting if it was if he carried it from like under like center mass or something i think that would have been a little bit
3: more believable than just the tip but all right whatever too late when yeah, you have yeah, that yeah. strength and it's that solidly frozen yeah it just work. do
2: it just do it i mean there's a fire underneath it's gonna melt it anyway so what does it matter hold on this let me get explo- to the center
3: so francisco says <laughs> it looks better
2: <laughs> that's right thank you chris
1: um but <laughs> but overall i i, I liked uh what he was doing, it was like, it was like, this is what I want to see Superman doing rescuing people mm-hmm. out of a situation they can't be rescued out of themselves. Right. Like getting Jimmy Olsen, who's breaking his leg because he's not following the rules, uh, <laughs> out of trouble. <laughs> Superman <laughs> yeah. doing what Jimmy Superman did. Does have best. Yeah. Jimmy, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Him Sorry, doing Jenny. what he's doing best. um so I, I I thought that was just great. And like, he was thinking on his toes, okay, there's the lake here. That's how we'll get the water. I, I, it's just the perfect amalgamation of what I want to see in a Superman film. Wish I could have been seeing more of that in this movie. <laughs> More not freezing to, of lakes and putting not. out fires. The 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 overall sense of that. Not Superman an overalls. So that's what you are. Superman. Want. All right.
2: Superman doing super feats.
1: Yes. Oh, Thank okay. you. Okay. More well, more on that later. Yes. All right. But oh my goodness! Uh, but there wasn't more of that, and so maybe there are some things like less of that that will get into our dislike section. But you know what? I forgot something else Hmm. that I have to let you all know about. Oh, shock. Geek Devotions. Geek Devotions is a collaboration of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. Uh, They produce a weekly geek culture-infused devotional, their podcast ComTalk, and written articles all designed to encourage and challenge people in the geek community, bridging the gap between their faith and their geekdoms.
3: Find all their content at geekdevotions.com. That's great, Francisco. In fact, they helped us review the first Superman movie on episode. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, One sixty-six or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. Which is um,
1: exactly why it's a perfect connection to this. You don't even have to ask
3: Paul. But why? But they're not part of Superman three. Well, they could they have been, they, they were busy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, they, they spent this whole, like, year or something in what they called the Superman district, where they were viewing, like, Superman, the, uh, what was it? Fleischl, facial, Fischl, the anime. Sure, The that ones too. that we
3: were yeah, on that, helping yeah, review. Yeah, yeah,
1: them. Uh, they covered those. They covered a bunch of the movies, a lot of the different series. So, uh, so in that way, it's connected, Paul, okay? It's connected, but what does that have to do with Superman 3? You know what? I'm missing half a cent of my uh, paycheck, so it's probably going to them. So that's how it's connected, okay? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Fine. How about some trivia? Would that be connected enough that, for you, Paul? Yeah, that would be much better. All right. Let's get into some trivia. Did you all realize that... uh Robert Robert Vaughn, who played the antagonist Ross Webster in Superman Three, uh, once stated in an interview that after the film was released, he decided to no longer show up at his son Cassidy's school because the students were horrified that he almost killed Superman. So my question, <laughs> yeah, my question to you all is: What superhero would you want to be known for almost defeating? Almost defeating, not killing, but almost defeating. In the minds of school children, like if we went defeating to defeating
3: Superman, defeating no
1: any superhero. What, what superhero, superhero would, would you want, you want to kids to think you almost defeated? Oh, that I almost defeated. Yeah,
3: you, Paul, you, Ashley, exactly. Oh, so I don't want to be a bad guy, almost nope. killing.
2: No, thank you. Come on,
3: guys, answer the question.
2: Because here's the thing.
3: You can pick a superhero that you don't like.
2: No, you have to get the job done. Almost <laughs> doesn't count. It only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades.
1: Fine. Which superhero do you want to actually ha- be have defeated, Ashley?
2: Well, the comic already killed Superman once, so... <laughs>
1: So can't kill him again. No. Nope. Thank you. Here, here in chat. Thank you guys. So, Booster Gold. I have no who di- I no idea who that is, Midgard, But thank you. Uh, who will save Generation X is Aquaman. You <laughs> would
2: get a parade. I don't know. Are you talking Jason Momoa, Aquaman? Or are you talking like Blondie from like Just the Both. Justice League? I
1: don't like either. Okay. Of
2: them. Okay. So if I if I could kill superheroes, no. Right. Here's what I do. Okay. I'd probably kill the Wonder Twins because they're just a. <gasps>
1: You don't necessarily, you have, to kill necessarily <laughs> have to leave them in their monkey alone. Yeah, have to kill them, I mean, I
2: mean. but
3: defeat Can them. Can I at
2: least leave them in an intensive care unit cuz they sure. Oh, don't hurt
3: them. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I if I were to be known for almost killing somebody, I would go with someone like Deadpool. So, oh, okay. That, I mean, you can't really kill him, but like almost, but you know who yeah. can defeating is also like exiling them to like Mars or something. Wonder, just, Wonder or, Twins, or, or playing war with them and ha-ha, my <laughs> four <laughs> spades beat your two of clubs,
2: I win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it'd be the Wonder Twins for sure because I remember just watching Super Friends as mm-hmm. a kid, mm-hmm. just reruns on Cartoon Network, and I'm like, these 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 twins annoy me, and are I was the like, best. No, what are you they talking an- about. No, they annoyed me so much as a kid and I'm like, okay, this one can transform into any animal and then this other one gets like the short end of the stick. I'm like... Cool. You can be a bucket of water if you really want yes, to. Yes,
3: any form of water. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome. Yeah. So I'd I prob- won't tell you
3: how many episodes it took me to realize they could only change into animals or water.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what would I do? I would stick whatever animal in the block of water and put them in a freezer and lock the freezer. And then that would be close enough but to do. But the
3: monkey would get them out. They, so
2: not if I put them in a cage.
3: Yeah. He's a monkey. He can get out. And yeah. rescue is. How are
1: they?
2: I've never seen anyway? this
3: cartoon. So let's
1: move I'll,
2: on. I'll introduce you to it. And you'll you'll feel the same way about the Wonder Twins. have never maybe. seen this
3: cartoon behind me right no, here. No, I oh, haven't, Paul. Gosh.
2: I mean, come on. And the people here. Sorry. The, the League of Doom. I love the
3: League of Doom. How do you know about the the League of Doom and the, and the Wonder Twins? But don't like superman all right never mind i'll leave it at that
2: and i was telling i was telling francisco the other day like when France, when superman is actually part of like a collective group he's tolerable and i like him okay it's That's just because he's
3: not featured as much
2: exactly exactly when he's right. by himself i'm like eh. but when he's part of a team S- superman is a great team player and like he leads but he doesn't he doesn't like push people out of the way like he's a balanced leader i respect that and I and I like the Super Friends minus the Wonder Twins, and Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman is fine. That's yeah. some
3: great trivia to know about you, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I suppose that was good trivia, for but Francis. Christmas, but no, well. no, that was it... cool about about Robert Vaughn and and yeah. his kids yeah. and yeah, the yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, I thought so too. And now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out. What memories you our awesome rewinders had about Superman Ay. Aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Uh first off, James Felix says, a semi funny, weird Superman film, then this happened. And he showed, he posted a picture of Vera Webster, um, the main bad guy's sister becoming a robot and yeah that that is so scarring it was for
3: me as a kid anyway i've heard that and uh, to me it was fine especially growing up in the 80s like there's well, a lot like, of creature stuff around you're like but four that, years older never... than me paul but so oh, that's whatever. true but i know people older than me that it, that okay, it, they thought you, it was scary you
1: watch this when you're two and you tell me how it goes okay
2: it happened before i existed so mm.
3: maybe yeah. three because i probably didn't see this in theaters so all right Michael Fraley goes on to say, Superman versus Richard Pryor. <laughs> okay.
1: Ding, ding. Um, Wardale White says, first Superman movie I saw on the big screen. I was 10 when it came out. Uh, while there are many reasons to not like the movie, it had some great and cool moments. Mm-hmm. Superman rescuing the chem- chemical plant. Yes, Dale. Um, him finding himself in the junkyard. Yep. Yes, and Dale. Superman <laughs> versus the computer climax, to name a few. Yeah.
3: Who will say generation X podcast? The entire podcast comments Whoa. and says, I remember when they used an MX missile to attack Superman in the Grand Canyon. See, and it- he thought it was the Grand Canyon too. Well, he also said it's an XM missile. So he, maybe he knows. I don't know. And he said it made an explosion like a stick of dynamite. Yeah. The producers had no clue what an in- intercontinental ballistic nuclear missile would do to the Grand Canyon. But to be fair, when the matchup is Superman versus Richard Pryor, you know what to to expect. Yeah.
1: Jeremy Shields says the almost Brainiac moment when the sister gets taken by the computer.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> Ken Cummings says, "I thought maybe it would be nostalgic. I watched 50 minutes of it and was like, "No! <laughs> this is awful." I know it was supposed to be a comedy, but I was not laughing. I had one snicker at Richard Pryor is funny, but most of his other stuff was just l- a lead balloon hitting the floor. This came out during college for me, and I know i, I and I know I had to have seen it tragic all capital Whoa. letters exclamation mark and then Justin
1: Warford finishes this up by saying. The Weird Computer Fight, probably my least favorite Superman
3: film. Sad what? emoji. Well, then you've sheltered yourself, because there's quite a few if you bring in the animated ones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll well, take you. Well, thank you all for sharing your memories of Superman 3. Uh, but I think you got, some of you lead us right into the things we didn't like about this film. So let's get into our...
0: Worst Lose. Next.
1: <laughs> exactly, uh, Ashley. I'm going to start with you. What was something you didn't like about Superman Three? I know there's probably not many things to pick from, but try try dig deep, and give us one thing you didn't
2: like. I was going to say, unless it were unless it was opposite day, I don't think we're going to have a problem with me finding things oh. Oh, that I did bad. not like. You know, what? I'm not, I'm wrong
1: sometimes. It happens occasionally. Yeah,
2: you're right. Occasionally as well. But in this in this time, yes, there are plenty of dislikes, and let. Let us actually start out from the very beginning. Oh, um, we're, no. we're introduced to the character of Gus, and he is at the unemployment office. Mm-hmm. He's set up to be this Next. person that has failed at job after job, yes. takes a computer course, and then all of a sudden he is this computer programmer extraordinaire, yeah. like on this like God tier hacking <laughs> level. And Gus, it's, old buddy, genius. Come up and join the fun exactly so the fact that we see him go from slacker to hacker is really unbelievable and
3: how many hackers genius hackers do you know that are not also slackers in other areas of life.
2: Well, that's true, but there's there's nothing that sets him up to be believable as a computer hacker. He takes one course. Oh, wait, this
3: is he, a Superman movie. It's not supposed to be believable. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Uh, he can he can do a yo yo like like the best of them. That's gotta set well, up for computer greatness, no, right? Yeah, absolutely. He can use the
3: yo yo to like pull the other guy's arm into the computer slots at <laughs> the same time, or even slide down a rope without hurting his hands. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, no.
2: Amazing. So, yeah, Gus Gorman does nothing for me. Richard Pryor, I didn't laugh a single time watching yeah. this movie. Unfortunately, yeah, me either. I know. You he's... know what I
3: laughed at when Clark opened the car door and hit Richard Pryor in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, a, one of those slapstick moments. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: there was nothing in this film that Richard Pryor bought that made me even chuckle. Mm-hmm. It was just. How about like, when he
3: was wearing that big cowboy hat? You didn't. No. Wear, it was so, I was a like. Smile. like I know. I was like, "Oh my god!" It was why? Pain, no.
2: It was painful. A lot of the gimmicks that his character reached for to make things happen, dressing up like he was in the military, wearing that hat, like that was just like this was painful. So when he was on the stage and he was dressed in the military garb and he's wearing those pants that pinned out on the the flared out on the side, mm-hmm. I'm just like, "This is painful." Mm-hmm. Well, thank the Lord for Superman. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm like I. I I don't find him funny in this. Yeah, he, I didn't either. He's well, he's regarded as like a comedic genius in his time, but I don't see that in this film. Yeah. And Gus is just
3: To be fair, he didn't write the film, although he did ad lib.
2: I know he didn't, but it didn't make it I can't I can only just blame him for the portrayal and blame the bad writing. So
3: Indeed, indeed. So one one of your dislikes is Richard Pryor. Okay.
2: Gus Gorman, yes. The character Gus Gorman. The character Gus Gorman. His portrayal as Gus Gorman. Yes, his portrayal as Gus Gorman just because it's like I don't – there's not enough story. There's not enough character development to make me believe that he went from this man who was on unemployment for 35 weeks straight and couldn't last more than 28 minutes working at a fast food job or or like lasting a couple hours – on the job it just wasn't believable you take one course and suddenly you just know it all you know how to make this code and figure out how to write code to take half a cent away from everybody and then somehow end up with like 80 plus thousand dollars
1: i wonder if there'd be some way of seeding his character more in the unemployment office where she's like uh give us a
2: montage even a montage would have been better Well, no i was gonna say like
1: uh, you only were at the like fast food place for twenty eight minutes. Well, yeah, because I was trying to tell them how to get their cash registers to be more efficient or something, and they didn't like me back talking to them. Something like those little bits could at least see that he there's a possibility I of him know, being but great at computers. It's not there. It's not yeah, there. It's and not. The fact
2: that you see him and you, how we're introduced to him, and then how he bums a light off yeah. of someone else at the office, just like I don't believe him.
1: Yeah, uh, fooled me, Mister. Paul <laughs> Paul with the pro Next. soundboarding what uh, didn't you like about Superman 3
3: when you said the beginning I thought you were gonna say the the opening credits which I think is a great opening credits because not really? not that it has a lot to do with the film but it's not white text on black background and this sure. is where all that started you know this is this is a rehash of our very first, episode yep, of the yep, retro yep. rewind podcast Yep. good luck finding the original but that's why we're doing this um but i thought it was it, it's great it's fun turn your brain off enjoy the chaos the silly what i don't like is the superman 3 title itself is kind of blurred and it's i didn't like that hard blurring effect yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's hard to see it's it's like you you Look, I'm all for like a good title, screen, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and the way they they had it, like even in space, like the first movie or something. Fine. That's great. It's clear. The whole blurring effect with the titles at the beginning is just didn't do didn't start well for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I totally get that.
1: It didn't. It, I thought it was just sort of I was more ambivalent about it, but I get how that would be annoying, Paul. Yeah. For for me, something that uh, didn't make sense was the timing of things. And I actually there there's a trivia as I ran through trivia, Buster ran through that actually went more deep, more into this. What what I had put down was it's so weird how he's just randomly he's in Smallville one day. He yeah. it's like it goes from the not helping, not um saving the truck falling down. Uh, and the okay. people are like, Oh, if you could go out in here one minute earlier. It's like, Well, thanks a lot. You know what? I'm, I'm Superman one person. Now it was his fault because he could have left earlier from Lana's because he's under the influence of the, the bad kryptonite or but tar But What kryptonite. if he was helping somebody else with something else? Yeah, that's a good point. But it, it, it smash cuts from that to him in Italy all of a sudden. I'm like, Yeah, wh- why, why are we in Italy now? We're going to the Tower of Pisa. Uh, not pizza. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. Mm. <laughs> And then he goes and blows out the thing at the Olympics, mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
3: which,
1: again, why aren't they seeding? If it's the Olympics, that seems like it should be a story like Metropolis prepares for the next Olympics or something How like that. How long
3: that's, do you want this movie to be? This is a
1: montage. The, they're in the newsroom. Margot Kidder's there saying, oh, I'm going to lose my best for on the eve of uh, covering the Olympics. Something like that. Uh, it's like two seconds you have to do just to make it.
2: Francisco? Ju- yes. This is sounding more and more like Francisco's Fabulous It's
1: vision. This is me- more like francisco's fabulous Fabulous fixes fixes yeah exactly ashley
2: Trademark that now
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but there's actually the the trivia I, i read said like yeah the olympics would have been like 84 but the the class reunion is like 85 based the smallville reunion based on their class of 65 yeah and then there was uh one other element like that was like more when the movie that came out was 83. Turn so, your brain off
3: to enjoy the film. No, no. I right. I engage my brain. To right. right. Time-wise, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so. you want like a whole movie around each segment of the <laughs> montage. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. I just, wh- why? Why did he go to Italy of all places? Mm-hmm. He's trying to fix things. He's grappling Not between then. this. Yes. He's been exposed to the, the bad kryptonite by then. That's uh-huh. why he's late to the bridge. He's trying to grapple between this good and and evil within sure. him. So sure. he's trying to figure that out. And he sees, oh, there's a leaning tower. I can try to fix that to help. But there's no reason he'd be all the way in over in Italy Dude, to even the, see the man that. man flies all over the world all the time in split seconds. Haven't you seen Superman 1 where he flies <laughs> so fast <laughs> in, in a second? It's like 50 I times around the Earth. I mean, he right. goes from Smallville, Kansas to Metropolis in you know, real quick. So that's, that's like half the country. All right. all right. That's fair. Paul, why don't you give me real quick your next dislike? My next dislike is I don't know if because I'm older or I'm watching this in 4K HD TV stuff, but... The effects do not seem to hold up well. A lot of it looks cookie cutter, the blue slash green screen. It's easy to tell um, what's been cut out, the projection screen behind them. A lot of it's not just a cutout. It's like the blurring of lines Mm -hmm, that are really mm -hmm. obvious. Kind of like my hands now who are watching (laughs) the video. It, a lot of the scenes are like that unfortunately yeah. and it, mm-hmm. it's very distracting at least to a modern day audience So um, well I don't remember the effects being that bad in the first two movies yeah, especially yeah. the first one mm-hmm. but they used the same crew for the special effects now some people had passed away by mm-hmm. this time mm-hmm. but they try to use the same people involved you know so yeah. that it's easier it's more shortcut oh we've done this before kind of a thing Mm -hmm. but i don't know why but the the effects certainly don't hold up as much yeah i i would
1: agree with you paul again that's not something that made my dislike list uh as much my stuff is more more plot and uh and nitpicks but yeah i can totally get with you there that it doesn't makes sense Oh,
3: plot have you read the original um treatment of this i haven't no why give us a, a rundown oh real quick oh let's see um so <laughs> by the way uh, this 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 was right after superman 2 and, and and it's just a brief treatment let's see what i can remember okay. um basically it more t- takes place in space as it centers on Supergirl who's not superman's cousin at this time goes she also escapes from the exploding krypton but goes to a dark planet and in mm. that planet is a uh, brainiac who's all dressed in black mm. um he's this computerized smart guy Mm-mm-mm. um james masters <laughs> i'm trying to think where it goes because it goes all over basically there's a lot of space stuff um him and Super... For some reason, H- H- Brainiac and Supergirl go to Earth, and Su- Superman is falls in love with Supergirl. And they oh, have okay. uh, a chemistry kind of thing. But Brainiac also falls in love with Supergirl and wants her. So he takes over <laughs> with one of his machines to turn him bad. That's where one of the, the bad things stays, is, is a leftover from that. Oh, so, okay. And makes him do bad stuff. And so much that the people of the Earth turn to Supergirl and say, look, you got to stop Superman. Because he's like dis- destroying oh, the Earth okay. kind Interesting. of thing. Uh-huh. Mr. Mixes Pitilick, or Mixes depending on what your iteration comes in. Um, it, And I forget how, but somehow... Brainiac has a castle, makes his home in a castle in Europe, and takes Superman under his control. There, he straps him there. Superman reaches out to Lana and Jimmy because Lois had gone to like Korea or something. By the way, if this is too boring, you can skip. That. <laughs> um, but anyway, over to Europe, and then Mixel, Mister Mixelplex, or Flick somehow takes them back to the old, takes back in time into the medieval times of the castle, and takes away their powers. So you have Mixelplex. No, I'm sorry, you have Brainiac versus Superman without powers fighting for Supergirl, and they do like a, a joust kind of a thing. So all this to say is that they thought it was way too convoluted, but. The plot could, I have mean, been, it could have been worse, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know what? You know what? Maybe I need to rethink my <laughs> maker.
3: Yeah. As, as awesome as those other characters are, the way that it, it's so convoluted. That's,
1: that yeah, that's it, way out there. Focus, oh.
2: focus. That plot has no focus.
1: <laughs> Very true. Um, was there any part of Superman 3's actual plot, though, Ashley, that you thought had no focus or was otherwise... Just really not compelling.
2: Okay. I wouldn't say that it didn't have any focus, mm-hmm. but in all honesty, the villain that we got in this film felt lackluster to me. Now who's mm-hmm. the villain? Are okay. you talking so there's a couple different there's a couple different definitions that you can apply to villain in mm-hmm. this yeah. film. Mm-hmm. There's there's a couple because we have a few. Yeah, yeah. No one does anything alone in this movie. So the main villain, the person who's trying to achieve something at the greatest And to the greatest of their ability is actually this tycoon. Yes. Uh, What what is his name? Uh, Robert. Ross Ross Webster. Not
1: Robert (laughs) Vaughn. His character name. Yeah. Ross Webster. So
2: Webster, like he's just apparently him and his sister, they were made completely original for this plot. Yes. And he's a good actor. Like the, the actor that portrayed Webster very good, very charming in a very diabolical way. But very his good char- Robert Bond. Yes, mm-hmm. but his character was very boring and his sister was very boring and the fact that they were only doing it to be... To gain as much control and have as much power, it was the the classic the classic villain scenario. But the fact that they made a boring original character had a boring familial tie to another boring character, (laughs) and then had a unfunny minion just hack into a computer. I don't know. I've I've seen more compelling villains in an Austin Powers movie. <gasps> so they one were one million villains. Yeah. And and the thing, the thing to me is Superman, like the franchise, has a plethora of villains. Mm-hmm. They could have gone in so many different directions and actually used some of the properties that they had to actually make this yeah, better. Baby. The, yeah. fact, the fact that this is the only Superman film in the original quartet that doesn't have Lex Luthor just says
3: yeah yeah pretty much by the way there's a fun fact that um this came out a about a year before dc rebooted their entire universe in the comics mm-hmm. um and before this lex Luthor was just like a, a super genius like madman kind of a thing. it wasn't until after this movie and after this reboot a year later that he became that this businessman this head corporation so hmm. robert vaughn's character of ross webster is the prototype for the lex luther we now know today <laughs>
2: yeah no i'll take lex Luthor from back in the day the one that we got in the super friends oh he was the bald guy that yeah. like just ran <laughs> the lake of doom and he and he had his bald head and his little outfit and he was just like I, yeah.
1: I, I like him more like especially uh, with um Michael Rosenbaum's portrayal, like the no, business, I the businessman absolutely,
2: type. and he's shrewd. Yeah, and yeah, I like he's, that. He's definitely got Accurate. a villainous streak. But yeah, honestly, when it just push comes to shove, the villain was a little lackluster. Yeah. Like he, he's like, I want to have all the power. I want to have all the money. I want well, to take doesn't? revenge against Colombia because they didn't play ball. So I'm gonna punish them by having my super genius hacker hack into this weather like perform weather from this what was it Vulcan was a satellite
1: Vulcan it was a satellite Satellite,
2: so ooh, we can use this satellite and create this weather and they're going to suffer by saying no to me it was just okay so this is a revenge scheme is it you already have a ski slope on top of a building what more could you want man you're making unreal things happen already no no here let me
1: I thought you were going to play the Greed sound effect, Paul, but all right. I don't don't have have that one. I don't have everything. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't watch the movie and just take each bit, (laughs) each line of
3: dialogue? I have a plethora of sound effects (laughs) at my disposal. And I mean,
2: here's what I'll say, Paul, to that little, that trivial bit that you gave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, like having Lex Luthor take on that character trait, it just made Lex Luthor better. And everyone who subsequently Played Lex Luthor still did it better than Robert Vaughn did as Ross Webster. Yeah, because they're more yeah, but believable. He was the
3: first, I like you said. I, I thought he did good, but I, maybe it's what he was given. I was, it was
2: what he was given. He did the best he could, but yeah, I think you know think, what they say about your best. <laughs> oh <my gosh.
1: laughs> I will say, I I feel like it was more. What he was given than his portrayal, I thought the way he portrayed it was was good. I think they, they could have give in that character more depth than they did. Um, no. But it, what's interesting is he played pretty much the exact same character in another movie that came out. Uh, when was this? Uh, in 1986, uh, That's a movie a good called year. Black Moon Rising with Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, which is, actually I've I watched it not too long ago. It's pretty it holds up. It's a good heist movie if you're into heist movies. No. No. But I'm like I'm watching Superman 3, I'm like this seems this guy seems so familiar why is it so familiar it's because i watched the same character by as well have been in uh in this other movie that came out three years later anyway
0: something very familiar about
1: you yeah, pretty
3: much biff
2: yeah now you've got me wondering if i've seen him in anything
3: well he uh, was on uh the man from uncle in the tv series at the time he was uh more well known nope he was also he did a voice of someone in Recess.
1: I saw uh, real quick. I'm not sure what. Uh, he's Mr. White in Recess.
2: <gasps> no, I know that. Okay, I know Mr. White from Recess. Because if you're talking Recess, like the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's my generation. Yeah. I remember him.
1: Um, something that I wish I could forget is the uh, th- something that's my on my dislike list. Before we get to our tragedy makers, is okay. So Superman turns good, right? He, he He's bad, and he goes to the, the, the British ship. That's not going in. <laughs> Superman's bad. I have say he was.
0: He was bad.
1: He's going. Uh, he tears the hole in the ship, oh, and yeah. all the oil's pouring out. Then he goes back, and he somehow blows the oil back in. Yeah. All right, that's weird. But then he fuses with... Heat ray vision right up against the oil, the metal of
3: the ship. And that's not combustible? Oh, oh that's I amazing. I are going to say, how does the oil know to stay back from <laughs> well, it? Well, <laughs> that, too. I figure he's still
1: blowing the whole time. That's okay, my, so- my my uh, my suspension of disbelief. But then he fuses it with his eyes, and that's somehow
3: not combusting the oil. I'm just okay. like, no, too far. Too far. I so thought you were going to say... Because of the oil tragedy we've had after with the, the, um, the oil spills with the Exxon m- gas spills and everything, <laughs> we know that it's a lot harder to clean up. Well, yes. Than that's just true blowing too. your breath. But this was before that where I'm sure they figured like, Oh, it's oil and water. It's easy to separate. Just like blow it back in. It should be a little yeah. bit easier. you know, like, you know, take a little leap of faith there. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's not physically possible. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you guess. Yeah. <laughs> you guess. You guess. Well, <laughs> all... <laughs> uh,
1: but now let's get into the things we hated most about Superman three guys. Oh. Uh, and I'm gonna start because Ashley, you are sort of actually speaking around this.
3: But okay. You didn't quite so, say it, so he's gonna say it. Say no beating it. around the bush. Go ahead, Francisco. Yeah, you tell just us. Dive, I thought just dive right in the whole plot.
1: Uh-oh. To control the Vulcan satellite, yes. to change weather, Vulcan. and having to go to Smallville to do it when they control it from
3: WebSco Enterprises but later they didn't on. They want to be traced back. But then why do they do it later on from WebSco? That's what I thought was weird. Yeah. I thought they were... I, I,
1: it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. They could... They didn't have to do this whole like um, him pretending just, to be a salesman for something. He could have been like, "Here's my badge from WebSco, Here's my here's my I, my credentials. Let me in, and that's it. it." And it doesn't have to be. And here, help me do put the computer in because I need this.
2: Well, this is it, it's, it, it's
3: more funny,
1: <sighs> is it? <laughs> is it?
2: That? Yeah.
1: Um, I just i I thought that was all so convoluted. I was as I was watching. I'm like, you could. I, I, I don't remember what my fabulous fan fiction would have been, but I know I came up with it like while I was watching I'm like you just repl- you can take out like a good 30 minutes from this two hour film.
2: You could take a whole lot more than that
1: by just like removing these parts and then stitching it together and it'd be fine. So I I, just, I was annoyed by that whole convolutedness of the Vulcan satellite and and whatnot. So that's my tragic maker. Ashley, what did you hate most about this film?
2: Do you know what's convoluted?
1: Uh, my fabulous fan
2: fiction. No, so many things in this film. Oh, okay. The suspension <laughs> of disbelief in this film is asking too much of its audience. Like
1: when he's fusing an oil tanker metal yes. against oil.
2: That is one such example. Yeah, but other things that I just can't. It's asking too much of me.
3: Hold Gus, on. Let, let me. Let, let's compare lists. Go for it. Okay.
2: I was <laughs> because just mine
3: say, is the same tragic maker. <laughs> I'm going to fill in what it you starts,
2: don't. It starts with Gus being a super talented hacker.
1: How about you guys go back I'm and forth?
2: Okay, so oh, okay. I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. He's a slacker. I don't believe it. He might have some programming ability. They only show him taking one course. Whatever. All
1: right, Paul, uh, let's let's go with Paul now. What's yours on the list? Then? Um,
3: creating weather. Yes. Crane weather.
2: Yes. The Vulcan the Vulcan satellite being yeah. having to be able to do that. And that also goes to Francisco's point. Why does he have to go to Smallville? Yeah. Especially if they use their computer at WebScope. It makes no sense. Yeah. Just
1: Okay, what's next, Ashley, for you?
2: Okay, so the next thing <laughs> is really being able to use that same computer to somehow be able to target the debris of Krypton. Does this, <laughs> does this satellite have such a far reach that it, it knows precisely where Krypton is and yeah. it can analyze this dust from... Hundreds of light years away. We don't necessarily, I don't yep. have an idea of how far away Krypton is. It's, but- it's
3: advanced computer technology. It's like when they say enhanced.
2: But it's the 90- <laughs> it's the early 1980s. And satellites
3: yeah. are like
1: specialized. I thought like they can yeah. do one thing really well, yeah. not like multiple generally, things.
2: yeah, generally it's one specific thing. So the fact that he can use it to create weather and then he can also use it to scan the debris and get like the makeup of the debris. <laughs> is just absolutely asinine
3: yeah i I have way more how about you
2: volleying with this um
3: computer wires are strong enough to hold superman at the end
2: (laughs) what okay i'm not about that
1: yeah well isn't he weakened by kryptonite at that point it doesn't matter okay doesn't matter computer wires come on (laughs) okay
2: next next thing Everything that computers are capable of in this time frame. <laughs> I am sorry, but it is the early 80s. Home computers really didn't become more of a staple until the mid to late well, 80s. Well, yeah, these are business It computers. was on the precipice of it. But even still, they're not capable of doing these things. My gracious. Let we'll alone. Some
3: of those things. Ugh. How about, and this is like the biggest one. Uh the crosswalk signal guys fighting. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was yes. so dumb. What was that? Oh my gosh. And by the way, the producers stand by like, hey, it could happen and they're in their thinking No. What? Because they think computers can do anything. It doesn't yeah. make sense. In
2: including uh having Obviously they're fans of Electric Dreams. Self aware <laughs> and finding sentience. And yeah. then also being able to just scan Superman and I ima- automatically know his weakness. <laughs> I'm just going to do an automatic scan just like this satellite can know where the debris of Krypton hey, is.
1: Hey, Travis can scan escape capsules and know what's going on. So yeah, I'm sure this But it's a
2: trap. <laughs> yeah. Just like this is a trap. It's like, "Oh, Superman, let me scan you." Oh, I, I made a beam of kryptonite.
3: I've listed there. cleaning up oil spills by blowing it, which we already mentioned. Swinging okay, down one. on a yo-yo string by your hands. I already yeah. mentioned. Go for it, Ashley. I, I
2: got another one. This made no sense to me, and this was pretty early on. So Francisco cited the uh, – the the was it an acid plant? What was, Yeah, okay. a chemical so plant. The chemical plant. Yeah. So the fact that he goes and goes, and he freezes the top of the lake, and he brings it, and it comes down as rain.
1: That's yeah. how it works. That's how water works.
2: That's, I, when no,
1: ice is heated,
3: no, it becomes no, rain. Like, I saw no. it on Superman 3. <laughs> it's how it works.
2: Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Suspension all right. of disbelief.
3: Okay. Uh, uh, Paul? Uh, skiing off the side of a building and landing. be <laughs> being totally fine. Right? right yeah, Even no. the producers know that was a little unbelievable. So Okay. Ashley?
2: A computer being able to turn a person into an android and then somehow once the computer gets destroyed they're back to normal like yeah destroying a computer it undoes everything <laughs>
3: it's like a vampire that way yeah it's, like, yeah it's
2: like an off switch i turned off the android mode
3: <laughs> and the take over the world mode okay yeah
2: pretty, pretty much
3: all right well <laughs> why at the end of the movie you know when um What's her name? Lana takes Ricky to Smallville. Yeah, oh, you go mean to, to Metropolis? Zoo. Right to. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. From Smallville to Metropolis. Mm-hmm. She stays at a hotel. Clark is there giving her the diamond because she's staying in the big city. So yeah. he's. And then, who of all people, Brad shows up? <laughs> yep. Now Brad lives in Kansas. Yep. In Smallville. Yeah. How does he get all the way to the East Coast to Metropolis? It's not the next big city. Kansas City would be the next big city. Yeah. What is he doing all the way over in Metropolis to find her and come across them at the hotel?
2: He probably followed them. Given but how he has skeezy. so many
3: prospects back <laughs> in Kansas.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't
3: wants, make sense. He
2: wants the one that he can't have. He's that... T- archetype of character where he wants the one thing that he can't have. He's so. a
3: drunk that could barely tie his
1: shoes. By the way, Lana's staying at a hotel in New York. Did she sell her house and just like, I'm just going to stay at a hotel for a while. Let me, uh, yeah.
2: let me just do this. Uh, What's the 80s? What does it cost? Two my bucks? Child. <laughs> let me uproot my child and everything he's ever known. His oh. father's still back in Kansas, but let me just move his father will never see him and okay he'll see him 2 weeks in the summer. He's just in a slump, mom. <laughs> uh, Brad's not in a slump.
3: No. He's in an, an eternal slump.
2: Right? Yes. Oh okay, my
3: I word. think we're back to Ashley.
2: I don't have ha- that oh, those are my it? biggest can... points of contention, but I'm sure yeah. Paul I'm sure Paul could keep it going. but We can,
3: but I think we bored the audience. Let's keep on going.
2: Seriously, suspension of disbelief, it just asks far too much of the viewer, and it's just hard. I understand it's a comic book movie. I understand that there are going to be things that are larger than life, trying to soup up the plot and make things... Actiony and making you want to watch it, but then at the end of the day, you're just scratching your head and, and you're like, "Did I really just see that? Did that really just happen? That makes no sense. You can't make weather using <laughs> a satellite. Computers can't do that. Wait a Why minute. did you that go back and, and back and forth and It's like, okay, if you went to Kansas and then you went back to Metropolis, I hope you're getting frequent flyer miles if they're making you do all this travel. Or did they make you take the bus like Clark did? I don't know. Because he uh, hates
3: to fly. He hates heights.
1: Clearly, so here's I'm the gonna, bus. He got he off at the bus. Here's the thing, guys. This is on the Matrix, so it's all very possible for the computers to simulate all of this. It's That's how it works.
2: Is this but being simulated right now?
1: Yes. In fact, let's simulate redder, our uh, redder, firing redder blue. <laughs> solution. <laughs> exactly. We've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer. Travis, do you have a firing solution for us?
0: Firing solution complete. Salvo Authority accepted. Ratings prepared to
3: launch. See, even Travis knows it's Salvo Authority.
1: Don't start with me, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, guys. Do we rate Superman 3 a classic? We'd recommend anyone go see this film, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic, it's worth revisiting if you saw it as a kid and enjoyed it. But if you've never seen it before, don't waste your time. Or do we rate it a tragic? It's not worth anyone's time today. If you've uh, never seen it before, definitely keep it that way. And if you have seen it before, don't sully any good memories you have of it with a rewatch. Let's begin with our guest, Ashley. You had predicted a uh, tragic. Yeah, tragic. Where did your final reign end up?
2: It remained the same.
1: So classic?
2: I went. It remained the same. <laughs> it, 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 it. it. In my mind, it was going to be tragic, and tragic was where it landed. Wow. Christopher Reeve was very charming and believable as Superman, but there were so many things that were just at odds in this movie. Mm -hmm. And if the suspension of disbelief is asking way too much of me, and it's making things up, and this movie is not like science fiction, it's a comic book. Mm-hmm. Superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Let the super things be about Superman, not the super unrealistic things that are happening within it. <laughs> That's a good so, point. That's
1: a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. What
2: you were saying, like with tragic, like never see it. I wish I could unsee it because <laughs> oh,
3: wow. now
2: I have this context, and I'm like, okay, of all the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. This and probably the one that comes after are regarded as the worst, but mm-hmm. uh, all I can say is if it doesn't have Lex Luthor, it's probably not worth it. Have you wah, seen wah, the wah. first
3: two? No. Mm-hmm.
2: I haven't. Well, then
3: just yeah, skip the fourth and it just gets better.
2: <laughs> I, I was going to say the only, the only introduction to Superman I've had in film before this is I, I have seen <laughs> Superman. I got dragged to Superman Returns when for I was Brandon in college Roth. Yes And I got dragged to that when I was in college And the only other connection I have is Smallville, because Smallville. I, yeah, and, yeah. and Super Friends here and there And like sure. Justice League Just mostly Superman in animated form Because mm-hmm. again, not a huge fan Not seeking him out I've seen more Batman movies
3: Gotcha And I'll awesome. stick to those There right. are more Batman movies And so. I'll stick so, to those
1: tragic from Ashley Paul, you had predicted classic Where did, yes. did it end up there for you?
3: Well, normally we go to our rad rewinders. You know, they're, re- they're right. Let's
1: go to our rad rewinders. And they, with their combined votes, rate Superman 3 a nostalgic. Oh. It was very heated, but it
3: was nostalgic. Okay. All right. So. So now, Paul. Go, my go, go. Lovely wife who watched about half this movie before. She totally gave up on it. <laughs> I wish was I this her, have given Was up? this her first time no, watching? No. Oh, okay. okay. She, she said, but Paul, you're not going to... Please tell me you're not going to rate this ridiculous... <laughs> I quote, ridiculous, silly, makes no sense movie, a classic. <laughs> but... I'm sorry, I find the, the interaction between Clark and Lana so good and that that Superman fight. I'd recommend this movie to anybody like as flawed so flawed Ooh. as this movie is. <laughs> oh, I'd still recommend it flawed. to anybody to anybody to watch. Oh, you haven't seen it. I'd recommend it. It's oh. not everybody likes it, but
2: no give it a shot. I, 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 I can't I want to go back in time like Superman did. Can I unsee it?
3: No, that's because like, that's one of his worst capabilities. No, no one do that. Two if you,
2: hours of my life. I'm never going to.
3: You time. can travel, look, through a, a flux capacitor There's through a time through a phone booth. There's so many ways to travel through time going revert going so fast that it reverses the no, no, don't time <laughs> travel that way. <laughs>
1: All right. So we have a tragic, nostalgic, and classic. So really, whichever way I go is going to be the final rating. Phenomenal so. cosmic
2: power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: With great power comes great. Oh, wait. That's Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: It's still true, thumb, thumb, though. Thumb. <laughs> so I, I definitely, this was, this was definitely tough, guys, because man, there's a lot I don't like about this movie
3: oh yeah there's a lot not to but there's a lot to like i mean how th- how good is the good versus how <laughs> bad is the bad yeah seriously
2: yeah. where are your scales when you need him yeah
3: un-
1: unfortunately don't say anything. for for who? everyone <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to rate superman 3 a tragic i just oh. i c-
2: victory <laughs> you can't. The right side, <laughs> husband. I'll make you cookies.
1: Oh my gosh! That's no, it. <laughs> <laughs> That's rivalry. why. That's how. It,
2: but you saved me. I have to say wait, thank
1: you. Cookies? I thought you promised me half a cent of your paycheck.
2: <laughs> You're not getting half a nothing. Oh what? I'm getting half, half a crumb. cookie? You'll get half a crumb. Is that?
1: Right? That's right. No, I. There's. I think a lot of it goes to the the asking the audience to suspend so much disbelief. And I think maybe back in the eighties, it wasn't as bad, but watching this for today, Mm -hmm. I can't recommend this to the only person I might recommend this to is a five-year-old who's goo goo gaga about Superman. What are you saying about
3: me?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You're, you're You're five years old in spirit and you, you're goo goo gaga over Superman. I, you I'm have- not saying
1: anything about you, Paul. I, this is what I would recommend it to. You. That's fine if all you will not right. like it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's it's just the, as much of the things that I like about it. I don't think they're. I don't think they. Uh, hold up, ho- not hold up. But I don't think they uh, the overcome all the things that are just like. Ugh. Like yeah, I didn't laugh once at this movie. I thought so much was unbelievable. I just I want more of that that chemical fire. I just want more of that Superman. Where why where'd that go?
2: Yeah, and I wanted more Clark and Lana.
1: Yeah, that would be nice too. If if they had ended up at the end married or something. Yeah, I I may have gotten nostalgic. I may or or if they actually got John Williams to come back, Kevin Thorne, whatever. You're fine,
3: but I want my John Williams back for what he had. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of drums. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's John Williams' score of Krypton when they're on Krypton. Oh, is that what he... Okay, I thought it sounded familiar. So yeah. what did he do? It's, was it just all John Williams' death? No, he did some it. other, like, fill-in-the-blank stuff that, you know, when Paid they're sitting, numbers composition. Yeah, or, like, when they're in the drunk... Boy, they're drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's all stuff you don't remember. Yeah. But it, it just, he does the job. He, he yeah. gets it from scene to scene. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a good point. So, and someone needs to do that. So, right. thank you for Especially doing Especially if that. you don't have John Williams. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. You need John Williams. But yeah,
1: nostalgia, so according to the Retro Rewind Podcast, uh, we all, we rate Superman 3 a disputed tragic film. we would recommend no one go see this, whether or not you've seen it before. <sighs> Sorry, folks. I tried. But now Radio it's too. now we're probably we're not able to go back to our own time now, but we're still going to see what all we're still going to let you know where you can find us and say some thank yous to you guys. No 20XX. Return
0: to 20XX over in the ComSat's broadcasting while awaiting return coordinates
1: we have to figure it out. Keep up with the ship's logs. See if we can figure out how to get back to 20XX. If All right. My will. positive
3: attitude will continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess technically we're in 20XX right now, but we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> Feels good to be back. <laughs> we back really where? Travel back. To 1983 to begin with, if we weren't, if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Deborah Powers, Geek Devotions, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Ruiz. Oh, you're right Woo-hoo! here. Kenneth Fabulous <laughs> Lomax, Rosie Lomax. That's our Bobo D Tungsten, Dale, Mr. Lost, Gerald Hafner, Cool Deluxe, in addition to two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help us keep flying and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to Retro Rhyme RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to start.
0: In the Hall of Heroes are assembled the world's greatest supporters, the Rad Rewinders. Their mission to ensure the continuing adventures of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Yeah. Meanwhile, the city is
3: safe for now with the support of PaulJPowers.com Hey, Francisco, are there any ways to support the show without dipping into the finances? <laughs> yes, there are, Paul. Actually, uh, you
1: probably enjoyed this episode if you made it this far. So if Hopefully. you aren't driving, tap the share icon in your podcast player for this episode and send it to a friend saying, I know you like Superman three or I know you like Superman. So I thought you would like this podcast on it. <clears throat>
3: cool and i'll bet they'll thank you for it especially if you love it and then they wind up rating it tragic they'll just love you even more they will yes but spanking <laughs> spanking wow no not spanking speaking of thanking people we want to give a super big hug to ashley ruiz for coming on here and supporting us with her thoughts about superman i ay ay. maybe that's what they should retitle it to. yes
2: Ay i
3: Anyway, uh, where can people find you online, Ashley? And is there anything cool you got going on people should know about?
2: Um, really nothing going on, just life in general. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. At Ash- it's
1: called X now.
2: They haven't. Not, yet. An, not they yet. yet. They say that. They say it. but The it
3: logo's ha- changed. Not <laughs> on my phone.
2: Let me live under a rock for a few more moments. <laughs> okay. But yes, you can find me across most social medias at Ashley Ruiz, 1186. Find me tweeting and posting pictures that are talking about faith and fandoms and all sorts of things in between.
3: And how tragic Superman three was. That's right. I
2: haven't posted that yet. Maybe I will.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you so much to my super friend, Paul and all you rewinders, new or old for another fun
3: voyage. You're welcome and you can find me pauljpowers.com at
1: pauljpowers.com. Okay. Ah, and you can find me on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us there. Join us there at retrorewindpodcast.com/discord.
0: This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Do
3: you ever see the first Superman? Where yeah. Where the big floating head was just talking over? Uh-huh. It kind of remind me of that announcement. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <of>, uh, <laughs> maybe I'll just yes. go back and watch the good Superman. Marlon
3: Brando, James yeah. Norman. I was I was about to say, I wonder if Nathan can do a good Marlon Brando. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway. As Marlon Brando just said, we are now part of the Culture Box Media Network. Find all shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at culturebox.media. Thank you, XO. And thank you all for listening. We
1: pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for actually, wait, where are those things? I'm seeing lots of things come up on radar right now. That's a lot of them. It's yeah. like a swarm. I think we'll have to figure that out. But uh, right. maybe we'll know where to go after our next ship's log. But until then, Rewinders, new and old, catch you later.
0: Rewinders of the Lost Pod mission complete. Review audio ships logs for more details.
3: Superman 3 should have been a classic film.
0: It was a perfect plan. It was foolproof. And we were the fools. It's not my
1: fault. I did what I was supposed to do. You can't blame me. You ruined it. You ruined it.